Get ready for your daily dose of marketing strategies and tactics from entrepreneurs with the guile and experience to help you find success in any marketing capacity. You're listening to Marketing School with your instructors, Neil Patel and Eric Sue. Hey, Marketing School listeners, I have an interesting stat for you. Did you know that Walmart improved their conversion rate by 2% for every second that they improved their load time? In other words, website speed helps with conversions. In addition to that, Google uses it to determine where your site ranks in their index. So the faster your website loads, the higher you'll rank. For that reason, I want to talk to you today about a company called DreamHost. DreamHost powers the web with fast websites and superior customer service brought to you by a team of web experts who are super committed to your success online. We've worked with them to create a special offer just for Marketing School listeners. All you have to do is go to dreamhost.com slash school to learn more and get your website online today. Welcome to another episode of Marketing School. I'm your host, Eric Sue, And I'm Neil Patel. And today we're going to talk about how you can build a lot of traffic to your website without building links. Neil, what are your thoughts? Sure. So links affect two types of traffic sources. One, organic traffic, and two, referral traffic, right? Referral traffic could be Forbes linking to you. They Someone clicks from Forbes.com and they land on your site. Organic traffic being someone links to you like Forbes.com and Google sees it and the more backlinks you get, the higher they rank you. A link being like a vote. Think of like the presidential election. The person with the most amount of links, EX, a vote, typically wins with rankings. Just like if the most candidates gets more votes from people, they're much more likely to win the presidential election. Now, there's a few ways you can get traffic without building links. The quickest and easiest way is writing viral content. So there's a lot of articles like on Upworthy, uh, BuzzFeed, like case studies of these type of sites, and they break down on how to write viral articles like Upworthy or BuzzFeed. If you read those, you'll get a good idea of what you can create and publish on the social web that'll do well. The other thing that I look for when I'm trying to write viral content, and I don't do this too often, but you can go to YouTube, see what's hot, and then try to create content around it, and typically the blog post will do well. I know Upworthy does a lot of that, and that was one of their strategies early on. The other thing that I would look at when it comes to getting good traffic, you can actually get great search engine traffic even if you don't have a lot of backlinks. Most people compete for terms like online marketing, credit cards, auto insurance. They don't try to compete for terms like how to get affordable health insurance when you're in college, right? Or how to install a toilet. I'm just giving you random examples. These are long tail terms that people search for. They actually get a lot more volume than some of the head terms like credit cards, but no one really competes for them. And there's a ton of them. Let's say if you have a website catered towards women hair products, you can write an article on how to create the perfect curls for your hair. I'm making it up. But these are the type of articles that no one really builds links for. A lot of people search for. They get tons of volumes because they're solving problems that everyone's facing throughout their day. And if you write these content pieces and you don't build links, that's okay. Will you get good search traffic in the next three to four months? No. But six months to a year you'll start seeing your rankings climb. And one good way to find these type of questions or long tail phrases that people are searching for is just go to Quora and look at the most popular questions on there and write content related to those questions. Yeah, and also when you're looking for this type of content out there, look at the search result pages and look for a Wikipedia result 
And you can also use a, a paid tool such as Moz to kind of see the domain or page authority for you know the, the top five rankings. But typically, when I see a Wikipedia result there, that tells me there is you know there is an opportunity here because more often than not, um, you know a lot of these Wikipedia posts don't have a lot of links going to them. In some cases, they do. Don't get me wrong, um, but I, I do look for the opportunity there. And I would say also. When you're looking to drive, you know, you know, traffic, um, I would say you would also look at. Uh, I'll, I'll give you an example. I actually have a. Uh, I also own part of a gun blog, and right now we don't build a lot of links to it right now, and it drives 180,000 visitors a month Are you at the serious? moment. Yep, 180,000. So you talk about, you know, you look at these outdated niches yes. out there. You look at gun blogs. You can even look at the senior living niches. Well, there's just so many out there where if you just start to write something really good, if you could just Google Brian Dean's uh, skyscraper technique and just copy that, you know, I, I know this has been talked about quite a bit, but literally it's just doing that. You're just writing really good content out there. You don't even need to build links and you're just going to start to rank. In some cases, even if you Google the keyword sales team, right? If you Google the keyword sales team, you're going to see that um, one, of my, one of my blogs, uh, Growth Everywhere, it has the number one or number two result. For that keyword sales team, I didn't build any links to that post. It just started to rank. And it's because it was, you know, because first of all, the, the site has, has good authority. So it has links already. But in some cases, you're going to start to rank up there um, if you have something that really, you know, hasn't been covered uh, too far in depth. So take a look at those. I, I mean, if you're, in a, if you're in a niche that hasn't been attacked too much yet, um, you're just naturally going to start to rank pretty easily if you write something really good. Another example of this is Esposas Online. It's a Brazilian blog. It's how to please your husband. That's what it's about. Like uh, please him in a way like how to cook him better meals, how to make the bed better so they're happy, like <laughs> stuff like that. Marriage advice. I don't know because I can't read Portuguese, but it's on like household stuff. And I'm not saying a woman's job is to please a husband. That's just what the website you know, is about. The man could be doing a lot of work too to try to please his wife. But nonetheless, it's just a website you know, translated on how to please your husband or something like that, right? That's like built seven backlinks. Guess how much search traffic they get on a monthly basis? What? What do you think? Five, ten thousand visitors? Twenty, thirty? They get over a hundred thousand unique visitors a month from Google. Why? Because in Brazil, content marketing isn't that popular yet. So if you create content for different countries, like the Latin America market, Brazilian market, uh, some countries in Eastern Europe, there's not a ton of content out there because most of the websites publish content in English. Um, unless you're going after like Baidu, you know, there's a ton of sites there that are going after Mandarin. The point I'm trying to make is if you pick markets other than the U S and you write in their native tongue, you can get a shit ton of search traffic without doing much work. Yeah. So it's just the same as, you know, talking about these outdated niches where not a lot of people are covering. Obviously if you're writing in the marketing niche, you know, it's, it's a lot more competitive, um, you know, where, you know, it's, it's a lot more saturated, but yeah, it's the same deal. You know, these other search engines out there find out how you can kind of arbitrage the opportunity. And also, don't just think about Google. Think about the other channels that are available to you there uh, as well. You know, what, what else can you arbitrage? You know, videos is on the rise. Uh, you know, talk about doing YouTube. Podcasting is on the rise too. It's not all about organic traffic at the end of the day, but you can still, you know, there's still a lot of opportunity there. But also, you know, um, open your eyes and, and take a look at what else is available to you. So I think with that being said, that's it for this episode of Marketing School. We'll see you in tomorrow's episode. This session of Marketing School has come to a close. Be sure to subscribe for more daily marketing strategies and tactics to help you find the success you've always dreamed of. And don't forget to rate and review so we can continue to bring you the best daily content possible. We'll see you in class tomorrow right here on Marketing School.